Hello all and welcome back to another episode of the Game Time CT Football Pick'ems. Week one is in the book and safe to say the three of us did not do so well. So, so much for, uh, I think Jeff, I think you nailed it perfectly on Twitter, the three unwise men, uh, as the three of us sit at the bottom of the standings. We're going to quickly go over how we did. I'm shocked, Pete. We got renewed for another week after that performance. (laughs) Oh, my Not ideal. When I was putting it together and I saw the three of us at the bottom, I was like, we are going to get absolutely roasted. (laughs) It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I can't believe a six and four to start. At least one of us. I can actually forgive James. He's going into this cold. He actually got six wins. He did better than you. I know. I'm in. <laughs> can, I, can I make a two points? Yes, of course. Get it out early today because, like, Sean, I don't like being included with Pete. He's in <laughs> dead last at five five. Pete, yeah. this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> don't put Bowley in us with you, man. Oh, you man. are five five. We're I am alone. We, we, we got a winning record at least. The yeah. second, the second thing is Maggie. Shows up from the West Coast and is leading the pack. And then when I asked her, like, what her key was, she like in front of the whole staff this morning, she wouldn't budge. She goes, up. Like, she was sort of like, for me to know and you to find out. Yeah. She's playing for keeps, man. Yeah, she's playing for the trophy. You know, I'll be honest. I actually like the intrigue. Now. I'll I'm be serious. honest. I like the intrigue. I like the competition. All right. Let's see what we're made of here now. That's the yeah. goal. One week. Winning one week doesn't love, mean anything. It's no. at the how, end. I love how Stewart. Actually, I love how Stewart quietly is always at the front, right? <laughs> and he's in the FCAC all the time. Meanwhile, I'm running around the state. And then McNamee, who's like sitting on a desk. I think he sees Bunnell games if he has a chance. He's up there. And then I'm eight, eight ball. Of all, eight ball, which is, you know, let's be honest. The eight ball. God bless it. But it's a 50, 50 shot. Yeah. A little so bit just, better. Quickly through the standings, <clears throat> Maggie's leading the way at nine and two. She got the extra point for getting the game time CT of game of the week right. Stewart, second, eight and two. McNamee, eight and three. Eight ball, eight and three. All, Will Aldum, Scott Erickson, Mike Fornabio, and Joe Morelli are seven and three. Bill Bloxham, Sean Bowley, Jeff Jacobs are six and four. And lowly at the bottom is myself at five and five. Now, there were a couple of ones that we all picked one way and we were wrong. Obviously the big one was the game time CT game of the week. Uh, out of the 12, three people picked prep. Everyone else picked hand, including the three of us. We all had to eat crow on that. Um, another big one was Berlin Middletown. Not a big difference in the, in the picks, but the three of us all took Middletown <laughs> and Berlin won handily 33, nothing. So they gave it to us. Everybody but three people picked Trumbull, and Trumbull won. So it was a little weird this week. Um, Staples won. Staples won. That's what I mean. Everybody picked Trumbull. Only three people picked Staples, and Staples won. We heard it, Sean. You heard it from people at Fairfield Prep. What was uh, the bomb squad I heard was giving it to you? Yeah, you know, us, uh, not just me, but, yeah, the bomb squad was, you know, "Ah, you didn't pick us and all this stuff. It's just it was – and, you know, they're all dressed, dressed in safari outfits and they had a they had a hand tiger head. So don't cross the bomb squad, please. I'll come get you. We deserve it. We deserve it. I'll tell you, the biggest mistake I made was to, was to cross the the uh, the guru, uh, Ned Griffin from the day in New London. He told me, gave me one piece of advice. Jake, don't spend more than five minutes on the first week. 
I spent five hours to come up with six and four. That was a big mistake. So I'm, I'm going looser this week because I think that uh, uh, I suspect that Maggie either has like a spy inside CIAC headquarters or she's close friends with the eight ball. That's, that's the, only thing, the only thing I can come up with. Uh, it was it was bizarre for sure. Uh, I I usually do this by the seat of my pants. I don't put a lot of research into it. And obviously uh, my score reflects that. So I think I need to do a little bit more research heading into week two, heading into the rest of this season. But one week does not define a season. You so need to do some soul searching is what I, you need. I need to do a lot of searching. But I'm just saying a big week next week by your boy Pete here and the the tables could be flipped. That said, looking at the schedule, there's not as many coin flips as there were last week. Uh, this, I think, is a really good scoring week for everyone because week three is going to be crazy. Mm. The matchups we have mm. across the board in, in week three are going to be awesome. So try and get your point your points in now. I'm not taking any risks. I don't think they're ah. risks, but we're going to dive into the picks. Here we go. We're going to do the game of the week last. So we're going to start in the SEC, and we have West Haven at Hamden. Sean, take us through. What do you think? Who do you got? I was a little surprised Hamden came up with a big victory over Hill House on uh, opening night. I guess they're a little bit better at the extra points than the uh, than the academics were, or at least uh, conversions there. But, uh, you know, West Haven just dropped down from Tier 1, uh, or allegedly in, in that whole group. And, and uh, you know, I... The word is West Haven probably should West Haven should never be down in tier in tier two playing a rival Hamden. They don't. I don't think they played lot two years ago, but uh, you know I I just I think Rich Boucher's got a pretty decent team given the schedule they've got. They got Tyshawn Kaishawn Toba, who is the the weight champion at the Berlin Lion Challenge. 6'1", 332 pounds. He's got a bunch of other guys who played as sophomores on the offensive line. I love their guys there. I think West Haven takes. It. Westies, period, 1-0. Move on. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to take West Haven as well. As much as I'd like to take Hampton, being a former resident of that wonderful town, uh, I'm going to take West Haven. Moving down, we're going to go to the CCC. This was a playoff matchup two years ago. Uh, obviously, much completely different-looking teams, but we got in the CCC, we got Bloomfield at Plainville. Jeff, you want to lead us off here? Bloomfield, uh, they only won 7-6, though. Don't, didn't like that. Uh, I just wanted to make one little aside here. Uh, I mocked Dave Stewart for picking Waterford over Killingly. I told him, look, and I don't know much, but one thing I know out here in ECC, Killingly will easily take care of, of Waterford, which they did. And I mocked him, the, <laughs> and, the, and the football gods punished me like he, he only missed one more game. So, Sorry, Dave. I, I owe a lot of apologies to a lot of people. So who do, you, who do you got? Bloomfield playing Bloomies. I got, Bloomies? The, I got the Bloomies. Yeah, I was I was actually pretty impressed by the fact that they were able to beat, uh, you know, Bristol Central. I mean, with Rose and everything. And, uh, you know, I was kind of high on the, the Bristol Central train there. But, you know, Bloomfield's still Bloomfield. You know, they lost a few of their guys. They don't have Darren Bryden anymore. And, and, uh, and a bunch of their stars from the, the last two, uh, you know, they went to the finals two years in a row, lost the last time out. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Todd's team. I think they did a nice job kind of showing everybody there's still Bloomfield. So let me go with that. Yeah, a lot of me wants to pick Plainville. I really do. But uh, I'm going to go Bloomfield. They're, they're still the top dogs of the small schools in the CCC. 
and until they're knocked off. And like you said, Bristol Central was a really good test last week, and, and they squeaked out a 7-6 win. They were probably better at conversions as well, or extra points in that game. So I'm going to go Bloomfield as well. Can All you right, feel us rising? Can you feel us rising? Like 2-0. <laughs> 2-0, 3-0. Watch I like out, it. Maggie. Watch out, Stuart. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go down to the Valley in the NVL, and we got the W's. Watertown at Wolkett. Sean, start us off. I'm a little upset by uh, the Watertown uh, winning their big game against the uh, Waterbury Career Academy last week. And no, we could find a score for hours. I don't even know when that score got up. But I, mean, I looked at it Monday morning. There's a score. Somebody uh, over at Watertown get ourselves a Twitter account or something like that. With that said, I'm going with Wolkin. At least we know who won their game. I'm going Watertown. We have our first divergence. I don't know about, much about either team, to be honest with you. I'm going with Watertown. I'm going with Watertown. You know, this one, the NVL is, I thought we would have a little bit more of a, you know, kind of, you know, is Ansonia going to be this good? Is the NVL kind of wide open? I saw Ansonia completely trounce will be. They look good. Um, I, you know, Sean, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with Wilkett. Uh They didn't get to play last week, right? So they have another week of preparation. Oh, and I think I that's going to, that's exactly <laughs> But uh, I'm going to go with Wilkett as well. I think that extra week of, of, of preparing will play into their favor. So I think, which means I'm probably going to be wrong. All right. Now we're going to go to the SWC. We're going to go to the land of Will Aldum. And we got Bunnell at Pomparag. Jeff, you have become very comfortable in the Fairfield County SWC area. So we're going to lead off with you. Bunnell, Pomparag, who do you think? I like the 17 points they were able to get up on uh, Newtown last week, so I'm going with the Pompeys. Uh, I will say this. Everybody get their score, and I was like Pete Rose back when he, when he was had compulsive gambling. I, I had I looked up Prince Tech's score all day Saturday until I finally found somebody posted something on Twitter. I mean, when you're 5-4 five and four and in danger of falling into 5-5, <coughs> five and five, you look up Prince Tech score like like a compulsive gambler, which I don't gamble, but like me. Pompey. This this was a hard one for me. You know, I, 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 both teams have struggled of late. You know, we're into a new, whole new season here, kind of starting from scratch. You know, Benell was okay versus Mazik. I'll be obviously kind of got got beat. Obviously got beat, and then you know it's hard to really judge Pop Rock there with Tony Pereira's squad playing. You know, the defending double O champions two years removed. Uh, I'm just kind of, kind of, just throw this out. I'm just—it's at Pomparag. I'm gonna go with Benell. Going with Benell. I'm gonna go with Benell as well. Oh, uh, just no. looking, looking at you know both. They look—they probably played the two best teams or two of the better teams in the SWC to open up the year in Massac and Newtown. Uh, scheduling didn't do them any favors, but I think this one could really be one of the few coin flips we have this week. So I'm gonna flip my coin in my head, and it's gonna land on the Bulldogs. Okay. Going to the Pequot, my one of my, if not my favorite conference in the state is the Pequot Conference. And we got a pretty good matchup between two teams that uh, have been in recent years, you know, jog, uh, you know, fighting for uh, playoff spots. We have Valley Regional, Old Lime uh, at the Coggenshock Co-op. And I completely forgot who's in the, the Coggenshock Co-op. That's why I didn't say their names. Sean, what do you got? Well, this is a battle between two new coaches in the uh... – in the Pequot League, you know, Valley obviously won for their coach. Hell, how do you pronounce his last name, Jeff? You did a column on him. 
Ah, I forgot. I call him Coach Hill. Coach Bundley or something like that? I think I've coached. I, 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 I had, I I had it. Hey, look, I ask you to pre- how you pronounce like nine people's names before I go on these shows. Yes. So, and then and Mike Eagle. And then Mike Eagle went, uh, winning his first game at Coggenshock, beating beating Crack 14 to 7. You know, Valley with a little slightly better uh, victory that week. I mean, it's at Coggenshock. Tough one. I mean, listen, Mike Eagle's been, he's been a coach many times. Again, I, I, I'm going to have to, ah, uh, geez, I'm going to go with Valley. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I think Mike do a great job. But... I'm going to go with the Chester Deep River Essex Lime Old Lime Five Town Valley Regional Lime Co-op. We're working on co-op stories this week, so I'm like I'm like memorizing every town in the, in the state, man. All 169 penny fiefdoms. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Valley as well. Uh, I just think they're just an unbelievable program, and I think you know Coggenshock needs to get back, you know, up there. And I think Mike Mike, Mike Eagle is a great coach, and, and he'll do a good job there. But you know, 14-7 over Crack was not um, confident for me to pick them. So I'm going to go with Valley. All right. Now we're going to go to the Jeff Jacobs game of the week. Dun, 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 dun. We have Quinnebog. Jeff Jacobs. Well, we got a uh, Quinnebog Valley traveling all the way down to Danbury to play ATI. Jeff, you get to pick this one first. You're going to be riding the bus with the Quinnebog team on the way down. You're going to have all the inside information. I want to hear it. If you think I'm going all the way down to Danbury, for my boys from from QV to take an L, you're kidding yourself. QV. All right. Oh. <laughs> well, listen, ATI has been one of the. They were in the playoffs. I think they went to the playoffs two years ago, and they got Chris Pace. Chris Pace as coach now is from Bullard Havens. He was at a playoff program at Bullard Havens. Guy knows how to coach. The uh, he's a, he's been in the tech league for a while now. He knows he knows his way around. At home, first game of the year. They didn't play last week. I'm going with Pace and the Abbott Tech Immaculate Mustangs. Or, yeah, no, the Wolverines are they? Wolverines, you're the Wolverines. The Wolverines. <laughs> you were all, go. you were all like Mr. Authority, Authority on ATI until it came. I forget, to the... I forget all the nicknames. I forget who's. Who. I'm going with they play uh, at Mustang Valley. So yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with, with ATI as well. Oh. Uh, Pace Pace wins where he goes, and ATI is a very good program. You know, before he was there with uh, with Coach Rich Holmes, he's inherited a really good program. He's going to keep it rolling. I'm going with ATI as well. All right, now we're going back up to Jeff Jacobs' country in the ECC where we have the Ledyard Lancers against the Bacon Academy Bobcats, I believe. And they should Wait, really Ledger, be. Isn't Ledger the Colonels? Yes, they are. They're not the Lancers. See, yeah, I'm like 0 for 3 Lancers. right now. It's the Ledyard Colonels versus the Bacon Academy Bobcats. The point I was trying to make is that Bacon Academy, how can they not have like a pig mascot? Like be like the Bacon Academy Hogs. That's what You're the, right. That's what Washington's football team should be called. The Hogs, like, you know, back in the old days. Well, I thought that was an easy one. But I guess yeah, not. and I mean, St. Joe's Nobody... is like football nicknames the Hogs. I just think Bacon. I mean, come on, guys. It's a layup. Yeah. I mean, it was football. Yeah, it's but... a layup. I mean, I don't know. They don't want to say fry the hogs. I don't know. Fry the bacon. Yeah. Gets, well, bacon gets sizzled. Ledyard victory. Yep. 
I was really impressed with uh, with Ledger's opening victory. I mean, uh, fifty to what was it? Fifty-eight over Griswold Wheeler, which has been a really good program. Program six different guys score. Mike Sericchio is kind of showing his uh, first-year coaching chops over there against Griswold Wheeler. I, I know, I, I knew Griswold Wheeler was going to be a little bit of a. They were going to a little bit of a struggle, but you know, you, then you had like the Outlaw brothers. You know, Marcus's brothers, younger brothers. Uh, Marcus is a coach there. They were there. You had Justin Outlaw. You had uh, you know Wyatt Crawford, and just a, a lot of guys doing a lot of good things for Ledger. And I, I really like how they did uh, last week in their opener. You know, and uh, against their actually a one-time coach in uh, Mark uh, Farnsworth. He was the interim coach after Jim Unicor left there. And uh, I, don't know, I know I know Coach Farnsworth is going to want to get him back, but Bacon tough timeout last time. I love the Colonels. I um, can't pick it back against the outlaws right now. Well, I have to. I have to pick Ledger after saying that they were the Lancers. So that's my reasoning for picking oh, no. Ledger because I got their nickname wrong. All right, now we're gonna go to our two wild card games of the week. Uh, you know the games that are just really good that I want to pick. So we're doing. Them. Um, so the first one's down in the FCAC. We have Ridgefield at Greenwich. Um, it's Ridgefield at Greenwich being played at New Cane. Because right. neither Greenwich or Ridgefield have a home field right now. <laughs> so, I, you know, you could have all that stuff in the FCAC, but they can't get their fields ready. No, I'm kidding. But, it, it, you know, there, there's always delays when they're, like, putting, you know, new fields together. So this game will be played at New Canaan. It's a Saturday game at 3 o'clock. I think this game could be interesting, Sean. You wanna you wanna take us through who you, who you got first? Yeah. Well, I mean, Greenwich obviously played last week. Bridgefield didn't. They had the extra week off to prepare a little bit. But I don't know if that's gonna really help out in this case. I mean, maybe in in the sense that Bridgefield needs to find a new running back and a new receiver. You uh, you had uh, Cosley. He's and uh, Cosley, the older one, and uh, Kai Prohaskar are the cross player of the year. They're not playing football this year going on over there Roy Colson sent out you know they're going to, they got full rides to the lacrosse they're going to take it easy hang back and they'll go play they win a state championship in lacrosse the juniors are going to come back and, and they're not going to play football I know Kuiper Hoska was dying to play but it, now then I see that he's not going to play I'm just I'm really upset I wanted to see those guys play football no offense to the guys are there but I'm just that upset I'm going to go with Greenwich I'm very concerned that I that I crossed path with you three guys on three games. I I very well may be in last place after next week. Or us. Greenwich Greenwich will win this game. Yeah, I'm gonna go with taking one, I'm taking one for the team for KV, QV, I mean, but I'm I'm not riding that bus for four hours and, and not and picking against them. I'm sorry. That's fair. Though if you did pick against them and they won, that would be a very entertaining bus ride home. I know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Greenwich as well. Uh, I said I picked Wolkett because they had the week off. I'm not picking Richfield because they had the week off. Uh, it's Greenwich. They look good. They look like Greenwich. So, you know, if it walks like Greenwich and talks like Greenwich and plays football like Greenwich, so I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Uh, our other game, nice little crossover. We have the Guilford Grizzlies. Yeah. And they are traveling up to the ECC land to play the New London Whalers. So we got Wales versus Bears. If this was like a hypothetical, who wins, a whale or a bear? It's the Whalers. Yeah, I know, but the yeah. guys who harpoon the whale, <laughs> which is not very popular in today's 
having covered the Whalers for so many years in the NHL, I know that's not a very popular. Um, New London didn't play last week, right? Correct. They're, this is their opener. Uh, I'm going to go with them. I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the whale. <laughs> you know, my guys over at Guilford. Uh, ah, I was really disappointed when I saw that score come over the other day. The, they only scored seven points. I thought it'd be a lot better game there versus uh, versus Law, but uh, you know they got a guy in the top twenty-five. Uh, I I expect Guilford to, to show up uh, last week, and they where where are you guys? You're the Grizzlies now. I think mean, you got the the big name. You're going out to. I don't know much about New London. They were the last preview. We managed to get in there. Got a few names and off with it, but I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with Sylvati and the. Uh, and the uh, the Grizzlies just just on a prayer to get get going, guys. Like zero oh, and one, let's go. Yeah, another team without a home field right uh, right now in Guilford. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Guilford too. I, I really this is a this is a in my head it's SEC ECC, and I'm gonna take the SEC team. I'm going with the Grizzlies. All right, let's go, Eric Golmus. Let's go. You know, you know we I heard think, a lot from I you think. during on Twitter. You know, you got the let's go. We got you on the top twenty five. You know. There's a lot of hype, not hype, but there's a lot of you know a lot of people are excited about Gifford. Let's see, let's see some guys. Let's go. I'm very dis- I'm very disturbed that I pick again. Pete said it's an easy week, and then I'm I got four games in disagreement with you two guys. I'm very worried about. I've lost all confidence. Okay, Pete, you, you're last place and you've stole my confidence, and I was so sure at two and zero. Oh. I will say this. Guilford better score more than seven points if they're going to against New London because you know New London puts the points on the board. They might make mistakes, but if they don't get more than seven points, I'd be shocked. Man. Yeah, it it should be it it could be a coin flip. I don't know. We'll see. We're still figuring it out. I mean, I mean, I, you know, we are we are the we are the self-described experts though. Yeah, so so much fun. <laughs> I would take everything we say and and just reverse it. That's how I would do. It. I think yeah. that, you're yeah. you're confident, you guys, on Wilcott over Watertown. I'm not oh, confident in any I'll pick I make. I'm not. I'll, yeah, I'll take you to the bank on Ledyard versus Bacon. I'm all right. I think that's about about as confident as I'm going to get. And I think I. Uh, I'm not going to say it. they're going to kill me if I say Greenwich should be Bridgefield, but you know, Bridgefield was a playoff team years ago. But you know, as I I think like I just said, based on how I did, it's best if you just flip it upside down. And I think that's the one you've got, Jeff. So I would feel pretty good if I were you. Okay. Okay. I mean, this could go two ways for you. You can either jump everyone. <laughs> or you could be at the bottom. So it, it can go either way. But we got one more game to pick. It's a game time CT game of the week. And if you haven't figured it what out by team? now, it is St. Joseph at Staples. Staples coming off their, you know, last minute win against Trumbull. You know, they were leading that game. Trumbull came all the way back, tied it. They won on a pick six by Charlie Howard, 73 yards. And St. Joseph put a thumping on Dan Barry, 49 nothing in their first game. And they're right. They've won four straight state titles or something like that for St. Joe's. So Three they look great. They look great. Three and straight. According to Joe, they would have won all. Would have won last year in Class M. They were so, a slam dunk. This is a good game. They got a, you know, St. Joe's is traveling to Westport. Jeff said that they had a great crowd last week. Crowd is a big factor, I think. And St. Joe's travels well as well. Uh, this game is interesting. I know who I'm going to pick, but I'm going to go last. Jeff. We're going to go with you. What do you got? Okay, this is kind of like a 2-3 versus, I don't know where they're going to, well, where Staples will end up in, a, in the top 10, but in my mind, 10-11. So it's 2-3 versus 10-11. So it's it's a, I could, 
considers a very high quality game. Um, I'm going to have to go with St. Joe's. And I think Staples is going to give a real good account of itself. I, if this if this one turns out to be 49-7, St. Joe's, I will be yes, very yes, in trouble. Yeah, I, I might even put St. Joe's number one next week if they if they blow they blow Staples doors off. Uh, it, you know, I'll be surprised. Interesting. But I got to go with St. Joe's. All right. Look. Uh... You know, that was an impressive win by Staples. I was all over on the uh, Trumbull bandwagon and Corbett Smith and everything like that. And it, and it took him a while for Trumbull to get off the bus. But, man, Staples had a lot to do with that. And I give, you know, I, I don't think we give enough credit to Adam Barrett for coaching in that that situation. That's a tough spot to coach in. You know, you have the yeah. old man, you have the old Coach Pete coming back, you know, with all the state championship glory. Now, now you, that's the guy you're, you're, that's the legacy you're coaching against right now. Like, you got to live up to that you know you got to get them get the records over the hump there um you know and i and i don't know you guys remember but there was a while that there was not a lot of time that saint joseph would go to play staples and would win it was like they there were some really lean years they never ever could beat staples and then suddenly you know they started going on this little bit of a championship role here in the last 10 years and you know beginning with matakevich and in that in that crew i don't i think the last time staples beat saint joseph might have been in 2011 a year after Matakevich graduated, um, you know, and I, I think the, the roles are reversed now. It's like Staples, I've seen them play St. Joe a few times, uh, and I have not seen them uh, uh, beat them. I've always seen St. Joe do a great job of them. They are just on an incredible roll right now. That, I don't, listen, Danbury's got some work to do, but that still was an impressive victory, you know, and, and they were all kind of worried about how St. Joe was going to look. Morrissey's a whole new team. You know, there's still kind of a little bit of light light up front, whereas Trumbull was big. Staples was able to, you know, counterbalance that. But I don't think anybody outcoaches Joe Delvecchia and his staff right now. I, I, I can't pick against St. Joe in this spot. I refuse to do it. I'm going with the Hogs. Well, so I went and saw St. Joe's on Saturday for a half, and that was pretty much all I needed to see. But I got there. They had like a 65-inch TV on the sideline. Apparently, their smaller TV got cracked, and they had to uh, bring out the big boy. Well, that was a little – I was, like, getting ready to get popcorn, you know, and watch a movie at halftime. Um, but, uh, you know, I didn't know what to expect from Sanchez because we heard so many different things. They're not big up front. They're replacing all these players, you know, a lot of guys. And then they came out, and they were just dominant. I, I, I think, you know, we talked about Ryan Thompson, and he's great, and he should probably definitely – you know, be on the 25 to watch list. But I think a name we might have left off looking back playing Monday morning quarterback was St. Joe's quarterback, Mike Morrissey. I mean, look, we know he's a footballer. We know his brother is, you know, we have to see him go and do it, but he was impressive. His throws were great. He was leading his receivers. Maxwell Warren looked awesome. Hutchinson on the other side looked great. I mean, these are names that we've seen before with older brothers, cousins, all that stuff. I mean, I was so impressed with... It didn't look like St. Joe's missed a beat. They didn't look rusty from my point of view. I'm sure Joe and, and Coach Chavs and, you know, all the staff is like looking at the film, you know, not happy with the way that they played because they haven't played in two years. But they came in, they kicked the door down, and they just kept going. I'm going to go with St. Joe's. I'm going to keep picking St. Joe's until they tell me not to. Because Max they, the wall, Pete. they look so good. And I have to pick St. Joe's because I used to pick against them all the time and they made me look stupid constantly. So I'm going with St. Joe's as well. Max against the wall, Pete. 
I will Big give Joe. you one way. I will give you one way that Staples That's can win. I will give you one way. Stape, if there's a deeper receiving core in the state than Staples, I want to see it. They got five kids who can play. And they're all going to be back this week. The kids who cramped their back. I, I want to see if St. Joe's has sufficient uh, talent, speed in the defensive secondary, they're going to win. But if they don't, they're going to, th- this kid's going to find, is going to find these. They, 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 they line up in different ways, different numbers of receivers, and he finds them. He finds them on the run. So uh, I'll tell you what, Hogs. Defensive secondary, be alert this Friday night because they're coming at you. It's going to be – I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a lot closer than 49 nothing, like St. Joe's first game. But I do think the Hogs will come out on top. Well, that's going to wrap us up for this episode of the Game Time CT Football Pick'ems podcast. Say that three times fast. That said, I hope all of us are in better standing next week. Um it could be interesting. Sean and I could skyrocket up the standings board, or Sean and I could be down at the bottom with Jeff laughing at us. So yeah. it's going to be an interesting week, uh, but I'm excited to see the games, and I'm excited to see where we are in the standings next week. For Sean and Jeff, I'm Pete. We will see you guys next week on the Game Time CT Football Pick'em's Pod. Later. <laughs>